The Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. Hey, it's your old pal Slim, and this is a special bonus episode of 70mm, a podcast for film lovers. Every Monday, I'm joined by famous artist Danny Haas. I mean, she says, come experience me. What? <laughs> and writer, poet, Protolexis. But just, I mean, this has Luke, Han, and Leia in it. It, it makes me sick. And together as friends forever, we discuss recently watched movies. This entire episode is devoted to the infamous Star Wars Holiday Special from 1978, which was only ever aired one time thanks to the Christmas magic of YouTube. The warmth and love from that special is here today. It can't be as bad as everyone says, right? Stay tuned. As this episode is released, it's Christmas morn. Hmm. You know, you're opening presents. You're watching Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> you're watching Soul oh. on Pixar. And you're probably thinking, maybe we're going to get one of those movies. Special edition episode of... 70 millimeter. Boy, were you wrong. <laughs> this has been, uh, I think by the time this episode is posted, our Babes in Toyland episode will be out. So it's been a rough recording week mm -hmm. uh, for you, Proto. How are you feeling as we're about to talk about Star Wars Holiday Special 1978? Honestly, I have only felt this way once before during the show, and it's it's when we were rec recording uh, Last Action Hero. <laughs> That's the vibe I'm getting right now. I'm trying to, I'm trying to push it out. I'm trying to stay positive um, and make this a special moment for everyone's Christmas. Mm. Yeah. We're trying to, you know, one last gift to the villagers of enjoyment. Maybe you're not able to see your loved ones this holiday. You know, you're alone in your apartment and this is, this is your piece. This is your gift that we're trying to offer. I will say that confidentially Prado sent a DM this week. Just two words. I can't. <laughs> While he was watching this. <laughs> uh, Danny, had you ever seen this before? Mm -hmm. Ever? Yeah. You have. I have. Yeah. I've, had, I've seen it maybe twice before this. Once because um, it's like one of those things where if you're a Star Wars fan at this specific level you've had to have seen this i guess it's a rite of introduction or yeah, whatever the rite, rite of, of passage. passage you know you got to see boba fett's first appearance mm -hmm. you know uh so i've seen this i own a bootleg from a convention on a dvd the only way you could buy it basically uh so yeah before we get into proto's off the cuff you know patented bonus episode synopsis unplanned this is available on youtube you know, maybe you want to watch it for the first time ever. It's not on Disney Plus. There's no HD version of this. There's a CBS VHS version on YouTube. Um, so if you want to check it out, by all means. But other other before YouTube, this is exactly what Danny said. Bootlegs floating around, tapes. Part of, do you want to bother attempting to give a synopsis for the Star Wars Holiday Special 1978? My God, if I can... Um... 
I'll try. So there's something called Life Day in Star Wars. I swear. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and Chewbacca needs to get home for it. He's got his wife, Mala, his son, Lumpy, and either his father or father-in-law, Itchy, waiting for him. And if I may say Itchy, maybe the ugliest creature <laughs> ever devised by his man. His jaw <laughs> no. is horrifying. <laughs> his lips, there's no way his lips meet up in any He's got to be way. drooling all day long in that little uh, tree house. I mean, he looks pissed about it too. <laughs> drooling everywhere. So they're, they're, um, yeah, they're getting into the festivities of life day. Lumpy is just, he's got a lot of gadgets at home. He's, uh, it's a tech guy. He's, he's very much a young, uh, tech guy. He's, uh, he's looking at, um, uh, holograms of people dancing. Um, mm. but then we got issues. We got our, we got our heroes get involved. We, we see Luke Skywalker, we see Princess Leia. Of course, we see Han. Not enough of Han, if I can be frank. Mm -hmm. I could have used more Han in this. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but they're all playing parts. They're talking to the Chewbacca family. Um, and then, unfortunately, the Empire's getting involved and in trying to gum up the works. They're over at Chewbacca's house. They're looking for, you know, rebels in hiding here on um, the planet Kashik, where the Wookiees they call home. Um, so they just, they make themselves at home here in the Chewbacca residence. Um, they start trashing the place, looking for clues. They can't find anything. Um, and while all this is going on, we just get like little vignettes about the Star Wars universe that you never knew you needed. Um, we get uh, sexual fantasy dreams <laughs> for the elderly. <laughs> We get um, we get some animation involving Boba Fett, mm. which was quite um, quite the story. That was cool. Um, and uh, what else happens? Um, we, yeah, we get this little we get this it's little like live video, long. this live video feed in Tatooine. I don't know why anyone wants to see what's going on in a bar, um, but we get a little number there. Um, eventually, Han and Chewbacca make it home uh, for life day. And somehow they all end up in some cultish ritual at the end, dressed in robes. And uh, that's the end of the movie. Mm. <sighs> wow. 1978 Star Wars holiday special. I personally had never seen this. Neperto has not seen this no. judging by some of the reactions. Uh, when I proposed this idea, some, I, I did, I'll take the blame for this. I'll take the blame for suggesting that we do this. It's never been done. I don't think any podcast has ever done this on Christmas day. Um, never happened, but man, this is something else. This is a 1.2 rating on letterbox right now. Mm -hmm. This TV special is trash. <laughs> this was the longest two hours. I think I've had to sit. 90, 97 minutes. I haven't felt this way about sitting through something since last episode's Babes in Toyland. Mm. But it was like something, it, was, it felt different because this is Star Wars. This came out after A New Hope. 
And I'm like insulted by what I'm seeing mm-hmm. on screen. Is Danny, did you feel the same way? Oh yeah. It's 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 insanely garbage. The problem was uh that no one at Lucasfilm was in charge of this. Uh they kind of let it be made by people who write variety shows at CBS. And oh, because this came out after A New Hope, um, everyone at Lucasfilm was in the process of getting ready for Empire. They were moving offices, etc. I think the only thing that George wrote in any of this was the cartoon, the script for the cartoon. Mm. Um he had a rough outline of wanting to tell a Wookiee story, and that's basically all he did. Um, I don't even think he liked it when it was all said and done. I, there's no way he could have. There's a there's an anecdote that I found on the wiki that said George needed Carrie to do like a director's commentary for one of the movies. And she said, I'll do it for a copy of the Star Wars holiday special so that I can play it at parties when I want people to leave. <laughs> which, which is a genius idea because if I wanted people to leave my house, I'd be like, yeah. I'll pop this thing in. Yeah. That'll get people to leave real quick. Mm. Right, right from the get-go, my first note is, this looks bad. Mm-hmm. Like I was getting like really nervous. Like You, you hear the things like, oh, man, it's really bad. It stinks. You don't know. Mm-hmm. When you sit down and watch this, it looks bad. The treehouse that the Chewbacca family lives in, it's just like a 70s apartment. With Then there's like no kashikiness about it. <laughs> it's just an apartment building. And they they tell you the names. They're names. Itchy, Lumpy. What moron <laughs> came up with these names? His name's Chewbacca, and these are his kids' well, the, names? The names, it's, not, it's one kid. The names are nicknames. So like um, Mala is like Mala Tobak. And then Itchy is like a titachuck, a tit, like a chuck or something like that. And then Lumpy is uh, a rumpa or Perump or something. It's oh. they're all like super long names. So what we get in the show is just their nicknames. And the Mala costume was actually a reused Chewbacca costume, I believe. But Itchy Jeez. and Lumpy were both made by Stan Winston. Berto, what's going through your mind when you're sitting down to watch this? Um, well, my, I was getting yelled at by kids (laughs) and my wife to turn this off. My wife could only hear what was going on from the other room. And she was, she was saying, turn it off (laughs) from the other room. I mean, just the musical numbers in this. Oh my God. Are there's a, there's a a rock ballad in the middle of this. That is just Jefferson starship. Horrendous. It is horrendous. Sadly, I thought that was the best part of the whole thing. 
wow. the Jefferson Starship performance. Holy I was cow. like, I can dig, I can get an F with this compared to the rest of this thing. I mean, it's it, it's like on another level compared to everything else. I, I mean, this is a cursed video. <laughs> <laughs> like you see this, and um, you can't there you can't go back. Like this no. is now inside of like Star Wars, like mm-hmm. my understanding of Star Wars. I know it's, you know, of course this is like a Christmas special. It doesn't really exist anywhere else, but just, I mean, this has Luke, Han and Leia in it. Um, <laughs> and it's, it, 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 yeah, it, 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 it makes me sick. <laughs> just thinking about it. <laughs> just, How uh, to that point, when Luke appears in his little vignette, his his FaceTime call, is he wearing beige lipstick? What is who is putting the makeup on Luke that literally makes him look like a woman in Luke Skywalker costume? I didn't think it was Hamill at first. It's impressive. It's crazy. It's really impressive, actually. That was that was my, that was one of my notes. Was just Luke. I felt like hindsight being what it is. This is just a total disaster. Star Wars became nothing after this. Nobody would give a crap. But I mean, they didn't know what was coming. Like Leia sings in this movie mm. a song. This real. <laughs> I couldn't. I didn't even know that was in it until she started singing a song about Life Day. I almost threw up. So like I think you know holiday special Star Wars kids love this but there is definitely a like an underlying horniness to this whole special mm. like the dance numbers mm-hmm. these gymnastic moves that these holograms are doing very uh-huh. inappropriate for a family <laughs> the shop owner guy who, oh my god his his uh, he's he's bare chested except for a like a sheepskin <clears throat> jerkin that's, that's covering up, you know, what lies beneath. He, he was one of the most annoying characters in this entire thing. And he's in what feels like 80% of it. Yeah. He's like he the says star 80% of, of the lines. Art Carney, I think is the actor's name. Just terrible. You talked about um, itchy mm-hmm. getting the gift from Art Carney. And it's like a VR solo musical performance from a very sensual one. Diane Carroll. And he's like, you can see he gets this gift and you're, I'm like, is this drugs? Did he give him drugs? Cause he's like jumping around. He's like jacked up and he sits in his little chair with his effed up face and he puts a little helmet down and it's just like this weird one-on-one musical performance for like five minutes. Well, it even starts by saying like, you know, I am your ultimate fantasy of your mind forming Mm -hmm. before you. Yeah, like the, the, uh, and then it would like, it would, you would just see Itchy sitting in the chair and he's like doing that thing with his jaw. 
Like he's just like soaking this in. And and just the visual of that, you've got this hairy monster sitting in this 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 chair with like this this doohickey uh mm-hmm. you know helmet going down over his face and inside the thing that he's watching is like these women that are first like naked sperm dancing in like <laughs> like in in like water or something and then it, it, it pulls back and it's her yeah and at that point that I think that's when I when I when I messaged you guys like I could not like I was just getting overloaded with what I was seeing on screen and that's screen. in the middle of the living room with their little hut their tree hut He's just having yeah. these like aroused VR experiences just in the middle of the room where his family is hanging around him. It reminded you know, me of a James Bond intro <laughs> with the dancing women. I mean, she says, come experience me. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Chewbacca would not have allowed that if he no. was there. No, not one bit. Danny, what's on your list? for the Star Wars holiday special that you took, took down? I mean, the, it's bad. I mean, what I would like to talk about is the, the things that are technically still canon a little bit, uh, which would be the Boba Fett appearance and life day itself. Life day is still kind of celebrated. Now I know this is a holiday special, but it wasn't meant for Christmas. It was meant for Thanksgiving. So this came out, November 17th. And that's technically, that's when we still celebrate life day in the star Wars universe. And so life day itself is like the celebration of joy and, you know, family and all that stuff. And that's what we see at the end when the, the Wookiees are in the red robes and they walk through the star to go to the tree of life. And the tree of life is technically the seed of like the first seed of the planet of Kashyyyk and stuff like that. So this is still like, Mm canon in the star Wars universe, which I like that it's still kind of come out of this. We still celebrate life day. They kind of still celebrate life day on Batu here in galaxy's edge and stuff like that. So mm. I like, do you celebrate life day? Do you do anything special? I just share art like an idiot. <laughs> um, I don't do anything special for life day. That's kind of it. I mean, I, I actually really like the animation. Um, so do I. I thought it was there's some goofiness to it. Uh, I think it's a Canadian company that did it. Um, and it's actually the only thing that they've released that you could have officially have purchased. It was on like the um, 2011 Blu-rays. They released the animated mm-hmm. short just as like an extra on those Blu-rays. Oh, wow. I wonder how that looked. Have you recently watched it? I, wonder I if haven't. The, and like I have The resolution been. of that thing. Um, I, should, I should watch them actually. Um, I, I, I did write that down. It, it felt like Aeon Flux, mm-hmm. like if it was produced in the 70s. So I liked the kind of like weird, like weird alternate stylings of these famous characters. And I, I enjoyed Boba, um, his like drab color scheme. Like I still dug that. I liked his voice. I liked how he tricked Luke, idiot Luke, into thinking he was his friend. And also the design of Vader on that vo- voice call, video call in the animated spot. Yeah. His design was he badass. Rad. I'm trying to look up the company. I think it was Mobius. And I don't know if they were actually in charge of doing Aeon Flux. Hmm. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it too. I think it was a little jarring at first because like you were saying, um, just the like the characterizations were a little, were just different. Uh, my one note was that um, in the opening, Luke looks like Julie Andrews. From uh, a sound of music, and then the the cartoon he looks like Nick Nolte. 
It was oh like so different. Um, but yeah, I thought that was cool. Like once, once I was in it, I was like, you know, this is cool. I could have, I could have seen, seen myself watching something like mm-hmm. this on Saturday mornings, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I yeah, didn't yeah. really, was that the, is that the only time that uh, Luke flies a Y wing though? Mm, I want to say most likely. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, I don't think he's flown a Y wing, maybe in the comics, but nothing else. Vignettes mm-hmm. themselves, obviously terrible. It, it is kind of like a really bad variety special. Like these are meant to be kind of like funny vignettes mm-hmm. that take place, but they're really not. None of it lands. How about the B. Arthur Cantina vignette? Mm. Did that not feel like a two hour movie all <laughs> in one shot? It's so bad. It just went on and on and on. And like, what was the point? What was the point? What was the point? She's the bartender. And she sings songs about like the empire has a curfew. She's trying to kick people out of her bar. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go. She sings a song. There's this one freak that has the hots for her and no one's listening to her. I, it's like not even so bad. It's good. Like I get what Carrie Fisher was talking about, like playing this to get people out of her house. Like I would never want to watch this again. This could have been like our, uh, we should have done like a, a mystery science theater of this. And we should have done a watch party. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm not watching this again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what man. else is on your list, Proto? Um, yeah. And another one of those like sketches is the, I think it's called the Amorphia where um, that guy, the, the shop owner gives a gift to Lumpy. He takes it upstairs and it's like this, this voice modulator or something so it can like imitate any language in the galaxy, but it has like this instructional video to start. Mm. Um, and it starts like, there's like, I guess they're like, I don't know if they're like cyborgs or something or whatever who like create these things. Mm -hmm. So this instructional video, it involves this character who's supposed to be some kind of like, yeah, robot or cyborg who like keeps running out of power or like malfunctioning while he's doing it. And I don't, it, it's almost as if like the, like what's supposed to be interesting is like that this guy can like play this kind of character and, and like fulfill these actions of like breaking down and like screwing things into his chin. But just that combined with the, 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 the set piece of like this device which looks like two pieces of cardboard with like a bottle caps, like screwed on it. It it was just, it was just so bad. Like the whole thing. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to watch any of it. <laughs> There's a lot of the set pieces where they go to art Carney's shop. He has like this gift shop that the empire somehow also visits to buy trinkets. And every object in that shop is just like from an earth kitchen, you know, like there's like a shoe box that he opens up at one point. There's no attention to detail whatsoever about the objects that he's trying to sell this empire dude. And that was like one of the first vignettes where I'm like starting to get irritated that this thing exists. Like now I was like, maybe this is why they don't put this on the Disney plus app. Like jokingly before I saw this, like, Oh yeah, they should put that on there. No, don't, no, don't ever yeah. put this on there. Mm-hmm. Don't ever do it. Mm. When, Chewie does arrive. Han and Chewie do make it to their treehouse finally. And Han, there's so many scenes where Han just expresses his love for the Chewbacca family. It was starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> so out of character, I was like, Han, just shut up. You can't even tell how uh, Leia how you feel. I'm like pushing up my glasses. You never talk to Leia like this, Han. 
Um, but then Chewie, so there's a five minute scene of Han saying hello to Chewie's family. Chewie doesn't even say hello to them. He's standing at the door mm-hmm. for five minutes before he even says hello to his family. What was going on in that scene? Please. No one can explain it. There's nothing can be explained in this. Well, you know what? We had that. Oh, that's, yeah, I forgot. The, the movie starts with you watching Chewie's family talk to one another, but there's no subtitles. It's just them like none, just, you know, to each other. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, I guess maybe that's why they, at the end, they didn't want to have more of that. So it's like, well, we have Han here. Let's have him talk and actually say something that we can understand. Uh, but I mean, trying to make sense of any of this, it, 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 there's, there's the no sense. Errand. Yeah, it, it, No sense. Danny, what else is on your list? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> there's nothing. I mean, this, we can pick scenes to talk about, but this is ridiculous. I mean, as a Star Wars fan, I don't even, I barely appreciate this thing. The, the last thing I have is, and I, I mentioned it earlier, Leia sings. Oh, at the end yes. Of this. It's what so good. What is going on? How can you not love that? It's so bizarre. Again, hindsight tw- being 2020, it's shocking what happens at the end of this film. All his friends appear at Life Day, even though they all said goodbye two minutes earlier. Han did another 10 minute goodbye. I love you, Mala and Itchy and Lumpy with your effed up face. And I'll, ne- I'll see you another time. And then Han appears at Life Day celebration. They're all there. They're all hugging. And Leia sings to close it out. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It's 2020 and I was still stunned by this whole thing. Yeah, I wonder if, I wonder how the, the actors felt about this because they had like really pretty small parts. You know, maybe maybe Harrison Ford had maybe the largest part where he was like on the set, but I, well, I, I guess they all were, but I wonder like what they thought of it. Like if they knew this was just like a disaster mm-hmm. before it was live or if they just knew going into it and like everyone, you know, George is like, this is going to be a disaster. Like I'm very, you know, I'm curious as to what the expectations were and like going into it. Like I need, I need a documentary about the behind the scenes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do know mm-hmm. that neither, uh, they, they've been on, on record saying that neither Mark or Harrison has said they've never watched it. Good for them. I guess at the time too, if you do this 1978 and they only aired it once, in your mind, it's never getting seen again. Ever. Like if something airs once on television- and they have no plans to produce it on a VHS. Like you probably think you're safe for the next 15 years. And they were, you know, they really were. I mean, they, it wasn't until the, like, I don't even know early. I mean, I don't know early 2000s. That sounds dumb, but it wasn't until like the convention scene kind of picked up that people were unearthing these VHSs and converting it to the DVDs and passing it around. I mean, it was years before it ever like saw the light of day again because they never sold it, never released it. It only aired for that two-hour time. And unless you record it on your VHS, this thing was never being seen again. <sighs> what, a, what a Christmas gift. Merry Christmas. 2020, the, the 70 millimeter holiday special for Star Wars. <laughs> any, other, any other notes that you wanted to cover, Proto, about this experience? My only other note is that the Empire really has a hunger for male Wookiees. <laughs> they wanted Chewbacca so bad. Um, but I'm glad they, they, they didn't get him. This was the uh, first time that James Earl Jones was uh, credited for Darth Vader too, which is sad because <laughs> he was uncredited in New Hope. Disaster. <laughs> Well, I hope everyone 
considers watching it to experience oh, it, but I'll, I'll be honest it. with you. Don't do it. Just listen to this. Do it. Don't do it. Please do it. Uh, have a relaxing Christmas morning. Merry Go Christmas. Go watch something else. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry whatever you celebrate. We'll see everybody next time. In lieu of our normal send-off, and since this is the last holiday episode of the year, here is a special poem sent in from our friend Neil, shared on our Discord that you can join at 70mmpod.com. And it needed to be heard from a wider audience. Thank you to everyone who listened this year. We appreciate you. And now, paired with the musical stylings of our dear friend Vontmer, whom you too can listen on this Christmas day, with a link in our show notes, is Neil's holiday poem. "'Twas the part before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The hosts were abed, they lay their heads down, Danny and Slim in pyjamas, protein nightcap and gown. And as they drifted to sleep as the big day drew near, they thought of the films that had brought Christmas cheer. The first was based on a book, but films are better than reading, as our hosts pondered frog and pig into breeding. Something for everyone, the Muppets, Michael Caine, and for the sickos, enjoy Danny's emotional pain. Next we had Moses and his commandments for life, which our hosts broke as they coveted Ramesses' wife. Some villagers doubted this choice, but soon they felt shame. Go big or go home, do you think it's a game? Finally, the lads went to Bedford Falls, where Jimmy Stewart had a wonderful life after all. A brilliant actor, but just has something missing. You'd think someone so handsome would have more practice kissing. As the host tried to sleep, one question was posed. How could they bring this run to a close? With so many great films still left to see, what could the last holiday movie be? At that moment from downstairs, there came a great clatter, and our host ran down to see what was the matter. They looked left to right for the source of the sound, then down the chimney St. Nick came with a bound. Santa, they exclaimed at the jolly old elf, have you come to put presents out on the shelf? Santa winked, a smile crossed his face, and from his bag Santa took out a VHS case. He threw them the video with a flick of his hand, and they read the title, Babes in Toyland. Keanu, said Danny, will this be a hit? Not really, said Santa, it's a load of old shit. With that, he laid his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. Brilliant! Five stars! cried Danny and Slim, but Prote disagreed. It got three stars from him. Santa sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all! How are you guys doing? You all right? <laughs>